Hello and happy Friday. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's almost the weekend again. <clears throat> that means that not only has another week passed, but also another week of stories. Deary me, how does the time go so quickly? But we have two days. I've got one more day at work and then two days off to spend with my children. Yay! So, and I know that it's not Mother's Day everywhere in the world this um, coming weekend because they have different um, dates for Mother's Day in different places. But in England, it is, play it is Mother's Day. So I am looking forward to Sunday because I get some cards from my children and I go we're all going round to my mum's and all my brothers and sisters are going to be there as well um, with their children and we're going to have dinner round there we're all taking something part of dinner <laughs> so that's going to be um a nice day. We're going to have a lovely day there. So I hope it's going to stay lovely weather because maybe my brother's got a thing about barbecuing. Um, so maybe, you know, we might have a barbecue instead of a dinner. But I'm quite looking forward to it either way. So what are you up to? Are you celebrating Mother's Day or not? Is it not? mother's day where you are um we're not allowed my one of my rules is that we don't have food or drink upstairs so i can't have breakfast in bed but i am hoping that if i get up somebody might make me breakfast <laughs> um i just have to come downstairs for it so today story i thought that we would go back to the enchanted wood and see what was happening because if you remember the saucepan man came to visit the children at their house oh how scary so um and met their mother Ooh. <laughs> any old how i thought we'd read chapter 15 and see what was happening what do you think yes cool so chapter 15 the saucepan man goes to the wrong land oh my goodness mother and the children stared at the strange old saucepan man as he came in at the gate he wore an extra large sized saucepan for a hat and as he came, he knocked two pans together and sang an odd nonsense song that went like this. Two beans for a pudding, two cherries for a pie, two legs for a table with a high diddle high. At the last high, he banged on the door with a saucepan. Mother opened it. Don't make such a noise, she said. No, I haven't seen any boys, said the saucepan man, and he clashed his pans together so loudly that Mother jumped. 
Then he caught sight of the children and waved to them eagerly. Oh, there you are. Moonface told me where you live. Whoever is he? said Mother in wonder. Children, is this strange old man all right? Oh, yes, said Joe, hoping that their mother wouldn't ask them too many questions. Um, can we take him into the garden, Mother? He makes such a noise indoors. Um, very well, said her, said their mother, who wanted to get on with her washing. Take him along. A song, said the saucepan man obligingly. Did you say you wanted a song, madam? He began to sing again and crashed his pans in time to his song. Two pigs for the pigsty, two shoes for the horse, two hats for the tigers, pink ones of course. The children bustled him out into the back garden. That's a very, very silly song of yours, said Beth loudly right in his ear. What's it called? It hasn't got a name, said the saucepan man. I make it up as I go along. It's quite easy. Every line but the last one begins with the word two. I'm sorry you think it's silly. He looked rather offended. Then suddenly he smiled again and said, I've, asked, I've come to ask you all to tea in my cottage. Will Mr. What's-his-name be there? asked Joe. He wasn't at all keen to meet him again. Yes, you'd better brush your hair, said the saucepan man, looking at Joe's untidy hair. I said, will Mr. What's-his-name be there, said Joe loudly. Something in the air, said the saucepan man, and he looked up anxiously. Oh, not a thunderstorm, I hope. Oh, no, I certainly don't mean a thunderstorm said Joe with a groan. Yes, we'll come. We'll ask Mother first, though. Mother said they could go, though she still thought that the old saucepan man was very loud and very annoying. Good day, she said to him, as he and the children went off. He really was a most peculiar sight, but he had such a twinkly sort of face that the three children couldn't help liking him and trusting him. They soon came to the faraway tree and saw that Moonface had thought of a marvellous idea. He had borrowed Dame Washalot's biggest washing basket and let it down on a rope. Then as soon as they were all safely in it, he and Silky meant to haul them up and save them the long, long climb. Oh, that is a really good idea, said Joe, delighted. They all climbed in. It was a bit difficult to get the saucepan man in too, but they managed it at last, although he seemed to find it most uncomfortable to sit on his saucepans. Up we go, shouted Joe, as the basket swung upwards through the branches. It ran very smoothly and the children enjoyed the strange ride. At last they came to a big branch and stepped out on it. It was quite near Moonface's house at the top. Moonface was there, winding up the rope, a grin on his big, shining face. How did you like that? he asked. The saucepan man looked at him anxiously. Cat? 
he said. Another cat? Oh, dear me, I hope it won't escape into my land. I've got my mice there. Oh, God, now we'll go looking for cats again, said Macbeth. And sure enough, the saucepan man began to peer here and there, calling, Puss, Puss, Puss. Oh, never mind him, said Moonface. Go on up the ladder. He wants you to go to tea with him in his funny saucepanny house. Come on, saucepan man, called Joe. If you want us to come to tea, we'd better go. The saucepan man heard. He stopped looking for cats and ran up the ladder. With a bound, he was through the hole in the cloud and right above. And no sooner had he gone out of sight than he began to yell, Oh! Oh! Wow! The children listened in alarm. Whatever's the matter with him, said Joe. Crash! Bang! Clang! Smash! He sounds as if he's rolling about on all his kettles and saucepans, said Beth. What can he be doing? Oh, ow! shouted the saucepan man above them. Stop it, ow! Stop it! Somebody must be attacking him, cried Joe. He leapt up the ladder. Come on, everyone. We'll soon send any enemies off. He shot up the ladder, followed by Beth, Franny and Moonface. They all clambered through the hole in the clouds and stood in the land above. But oh my goodness me. It was no longer the land of the saucepan man, that tiny little cloud-edged country. It was another land altogether. My land's gone, shrieked the saucepan man. I didn't know it had. This is somewhere else. Ooh! No wonder, he said, ooh. The bit of flat field he was standing on suddenly gave a shiver like a jelly and then, just as suddenly, tipped itself up so that it made a hill. The saucepan man rolled down it at top speed, all his plat pans clattering like cymbals. Oh no, this is rocking land, said Moonface in dismay. Quick, come back to the ladder and get down the hole before we've forgotten where it is. Hey, saucepan man, come over here to us. Bus, did you say? shouted back the saucepan man, picking himself up and looking around. I can't see a bus. I'd like to catch one. Come here to us, to us, to us, shouted Joe in despair. The cloud, the hole through the clouds is here. We must get back again quickly. The saucepan man began to run downhill to them, but the ground all round suddenly tipped backwards and he and the children and Moonface found themselves running downhill away from the hole in the clouds where the precious ladder was. They tried to stop. They tried to walk back up the sudden hill. But the land tipped up all the more and in the end they couldn't stand up but had to lie down. Then they began to roll downhill 
how they rolled over and over and over and over with the saucepan man making a dreadful clatter with all his pans. Oh, ow, ooh, cried everyone. We've lost the hole, shouted Joe. But before he could say any more, he bumped into a bush that knocked all the breath out of him. Soon everyone lay in a heap at the bottom of the hill and tried to get back their breath. Now we're in a fix, said Beth, dusting herself. What a very tiresome land to have got into. Does it do this sort of thing all the time, Moonface? Oh yes, said Moonface. It never stops. It heaves up here and sinks down there and rocks to and fro and gives sudden little jumps. People do say there's a giant just underneath trying to throw the land off his back. Oh my goodness. What a pickle to get into. (gasps) Fancy that. So... They have gone to the wrong land. Poor saucepan man. His house isn't there anymore. So hopefully they might be able to at least find their way back to the faraway tree. And if not, they've got to find him his house. So two things they've got to do. But it's not very easy with the land moving around like that, is it? Deary me, I don't know. They do get themselves into some pickles, don't they? (laughs) Any old how? That is today's story. That is hopefully a good story and that you will um, join me tomorrow to see what happens in this strange land. So... Whatever you're up to today, make sure you have fun doing it. Make sure you have a lovely, lovely time doing it. And make sure, most of all, you take care and stay safe doing it. Okay? And I will see you all again tomorrow. Where... We will find out more about this strange land. (laughs) Okay, so see you tomorrow. Bye for now.